The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, quite frankly, this episode is a tribute to two of the best midfielders I have seen in the last 10 years or so. Quite frankly, in my case, they are both French compatriots. They're both players I truly admire, and I would love to one day have the unique honor to speak, whether it's in person, whether it's on this podcast, however however it may be, you know, meeting these two gentlemen would be a dream come true. I am talking about N'Golo Conti and Paul Pogba. And it's no joke when I mention to you how much I admire those guys. You know, as y'all know, Zinedine Zidane is my childhood hero, still my hero today. You know, sometimes I would ask myself after Zidane retired from the game, you know, when will France have their next Zinedine Zidane? But then again, it didn't take me long to realize, you know what? As I always like to say, players are unique in his or her own way. There's never ever going to be a Zinedine Zidane. There was never a player before like him. There will never be an, an, another player quite like him. Another point, you know, another way to prove my point that all players are unique in his or her own way. So even though I told myself, well, we're never going to have an, another Zinedine Zidane, but that doesn't mean that we're never going to have another midfielder superstar. As a matter of fact, I said, you know what, we're not just going to have one midfielder superstar. We're going to have several, if not many. And that has happened. And so that's probably about 2013 or so. You know, we've had Paul Pogba and N'Golo Conte. Now, as far as uh, Paul Pogba goes, I remember, you know, his his start with the French national team, the senior squad, started back in 2013. Now, with N'Golo Conte, that actually started that started out three years later, okay? I think N'Golo Conte, like, first arrived for Euro 16, although, you know, he was, you know... Sporad- you know, he was used sporadically, but didn't have, you know, very much time, you know, and... This day, I still tell myself the fact that Angolo Conte, you know, was not used in the Euro 16 final. You know, I, I, I believe that that was one of the biggest mistakes Didier Deschamps ever made. And that, you know, and, and had Angolo been in the final, I feel like maybe France would have won, but it's okay. That was then. And, that, and you know, and, and this is now. And Paul Pogba and Angolo Conte, you know, the fact that, you know, at this point in my life, you know, as a journalist, when I'm not required to have a favorite team anymore. I can just sit back, enjoy the game freely, and just, you know, simply enjoy the game. 
cheering for both Angolo Conte and Paul Pogba, you know, is part of that freedom. I mean, like, you know what? Because I can cheer for them personally. You know, I can even cheer for them as a sports writer. And by that, I mean when Angolo Conte and Paul Pogba achieve success, when they make history, when they win and they do something special, I have the honor and the blessing to come on my show and talk about it. And I can actually write a story about it. The, the bottom line is, you know, part of my admiration for them is not only because they do my country, my, my other country, France, proud, but they do their clubs proud and they do the sport of soccer proud. But Paul Pogba and Angolo Conte, much like a lot of other players in soccer throughout over the years, they give me something to talk about. In other words, they really help me out. And that is just something I truly, truly appreciate. I'm sure a lot of other sports writers appreciate it. I'm sure all the soccer fans appreciate it because I feel like well, in Angolo Conte's case, I feel like he's definitely the kind of player that no matter who you support, you just you respect. And now Paul Pogba is a bit different because you know a lot, a lot, a lot of <laughs> fans from other clubs are not really a huge fan of his because you know they feel like he's overrated, he's cocky, he's arrogant. And and I'll be honest, I'll be the first to admit, you know, ever since his return to Old Trafford back in 2016, things have not been going so good. You know, his time at Juventus is really, you know, was really like, like that was really such a peak and. You know, after his brilliant run at, with Juventus and he comes back at Old Trafford, I thought things would be huge. But, you know, I still stick to my guns. I'm like, you know, Paul Pogba, every now and then, puts up brilliant performances. And then, of course, you know, he's got some bad ones. It basically switches back and forth. You're like, you, you, you never know what kind of day Paul Pogba's going to have. Either he's going to have a good day, whether he's going to have a bad day. And quite frankly, Angolo Conte is the same way. Although, honestly, we see N'Golo Conte have more brilliant performances than bad ones. I mean, in Paul Pogba's case, you really just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, in Paul Pogba's case, it's more like expect the unexpected. So, you know, but at the same time, you know, but both those guys have really, do, have really done their duty. But, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, I've been asked if it's a sports writer because, you know, people admire my knowledge of the game of soccer. You know, I've been asked many, many times to compare Paul Pogba and N'Golo Conte, and I said, look, I have information on both of them. I can, you know, sometimes spot the difference, but at the same time, I'm like, it does not matter how to compare them, because keep in mind, a comparison is basically an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion on N'Golo Conte and Paul Pogba, okay? But if you want my honest opinion, I'm like, uh, you know... And, and, and I'll save that for last because that, 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 that's the last thing I'm going to say because, you know, this is a ba basically a tribute to both, you know. you know. My opinion is basically something that's really going to shock people, but when I explain to them why I feel that way, everybody understands, you know. You, you, it, when you can explain your decisions, you know, especially when you have a unique knowledge of the game like me, when you know your research, when you've studied both players, when you've watched them for, for a long time, you've watched them succeed, you've watched them make a difference, you know, outside of football, you know, that that's it, that that's basically it, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to take a, a sip of water, you know, my mouth is already running dry because I'm talking, you know, I'm kind of almost talking a mile a goddamn minute, <laughs> alright, <clears throat> well, you know, I'm going to go take a look at, you know, some of their careers right here, but, you know, I, I got to tell you, when I see Pogba and Conte, Side by side, both, you know, because they're both central midfielders, seeing them alongside each other, just a super unique, brilliant, dynamic duo. 
you know, since I'm a huge fan of pro wrestling, you know, I would always tease the fact, like, you know, yeah, they're a dynamic duo in soccer, you know, they're like a tag team, except they never tag, they never tag themselves in or out of the match, unless one of them gets, you know, pulled out of the game, you know, or whatnot, but, you know, of course, a lot of people will say that Pogba succeed with France because N'Golo Conte carries the load, I'm like, okay, guys, seriously, look, I get it. N'Golo Conte does his duty, Paul Pogba does his duty, when it comes to international duty, both sides have done their job. When they were both, they both won the World Cup four years ago. They they did it together. They did it together. Angelo Conte had Paul Pogba's back. Paul Pogba had Angelo Conte's back. They had chemistry. They trusted one another. They had each other's back. They were teammates. They played the game together. They were representing their country together. They won the world title together. They did it together as a team. The way it's supposed to be done. And seeing Paul Pogba and Angelo Conte just give each other that hug, that high fives, you know, after they won the world title, it brought tears to my eyes because this is what I had dreamed of. This is what I had dreamed of because, you know, they both worked hard to get to where they were. Now, their journeys to get to the top were different, and I will go through that. But I was like, they are on top of the world and they did it together. They both worked their asses off because they were told they could not do it. Okay? They were both told that they could not do it. Especially because the way the, the kind of childhoods that they have. You know, you compare my childhood to theirs. And sometimes I do like to say that my childhood was rough because I was always bullied at school. And, you know, I you know, always struggling with severe ADHD. My childhood might have been tough. But... The childhood that those two went through, huh. everything I had in life, I'm, I, I, I can't imagine all the things that I had that those guys didn't have. You know, in my case, my dad put me through college. My dad, you know, my, you know, I, I was able to go on vacation because of my dad. You know, because of that life. And then you think of these players, you know, how hard they work, you know, coming from nothing and, and, and achieving that success. Wow. So I'm like, yeah, you, it really makes you think. Maybe you do have it well in life because there's always someone that has it worse than you. But, you know, looking at the stories of Engolo Conte and Paul Pogba, it's it's mind-boggling. And knowing Engolo Conte's story, you know, you just can't help, you can't help but really admire how humble he is. You know, I always say, there's two words, there's, there's definitely more, but there's two words that come to mind that you just could not put in the same sentence as Engolo Conte. You just, you can't put the word selfish and arrogant in the same sentence as N'Golo Conte. I mean, if anybody were to do that, you know, how dare they? We remember after France won the World Cup, we all remember the story when N'Golo Conte actually asked to be able to hold the title. He actually was waiting his turn because he, he, he that's how he felt. He asked if he could hold the title. You know, and N'Golo Conte has always been a player that, that he never thinks about himself. He's a team player. You, you've seen it. You know, Paul Pogba, it, it, it's definitely... Arguable. I mean, some players believe that he's arrogant and selfish, but, you know, like that. But, you know, we, we could say whatever we want about, about, about Paul Pogba, but when it comes to Angelo Conte, I mean, for God's sake, it's a no-brainer. I mean, Angelo Conte is just the coolest guy. The guy you can trust, the guy who's going to be there for you, the guy who, you know, who will take care of you. He's going to play. He's going to trust you. He's going to put his trust on you, and he's going to play with you, you know, as a duo. He's a team player. And I do believe Paul Pogba is a team player, too. I mean, maybe sometimes he makes that mistake. But I still believe that they're team players because, like I said, they won the world title, represented their country, they did it together. Alright? 
And looking back, you know, at the World Cup final, you know, looking at the starting lineup between France and Croatia, seeing the French midfield, you know, seeing basically you have Paul Pogba and Angelo Conte both in the in a, in a, in a center, incredibly just unbelievable. So, man. You know, and now I'm really talking about, you know, these players, you know, let's do, like, like taking a look at, at their uh, positions, you know, Angolo Conte is, uh, you know, as we know, he's considered to be one of the greatest midfielders in the world today. Without a shadow of a doubt, he's going to go down as one of the greatest midfielders in history. And much like Zinedine Zidane, there's never been a player like Angolo Conte. And mark my words, folks, there will never, ever be another Angolo Conte. The same thing, same thing with Paul Pogba, but everybody's going to tease that in Pogba, Pogba's case, you know, not having another player like him is a good thing, but you know Paul Pogba deserves credit for some of his for his work. I mean, look, I understand that Paul Pogba does not do you know does doesn't is not his okay. Let me just go and take Rick. I'm kind of like losing my train of thought, but since in Pogba's second run with 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 Manchester United, I understand things have not gone so well, but but there's there's no need to say that Paul Pogba has never done anything. I mean, that's just taking it too far. Both guys have have done their duty, and I'm sure that they have a lot more left to offer. I mean, they're both in the prime. Of, I know Angelo Conte is in the prime of his career, and I'm really hoping that Angelo Conte can help France win win another title. I'm sure they. I'm sure they. I'm really hoping they can both do it. But you know, now at this point, you know, winning the title together. You know, I, I I'm actually asking myself. I don't remember if Angelo Conte was on the squad when France. Won the Nations League title. I mean, he was on the French squad for Euro 2020, but you no, know, Angelo Conte didn't have a good tournament. I mean, at, at that point, he must have been, you know, burnt out because, you know, right before Euro 2020, Angelo Conte won the Champions League with Chelsea. So, yeah, I mean, but but you know, it's it, it wasn't just it wasn't just you know Euro it wasn't just him who struggled at Euro 2020. It was it, the entire the entire French national team really shit the bed big time. So. So taking a look, you know, at, at Conte, you know, as we know, he's always been praised, you know, for his work rate, his unique defensive midfielding skills, his tremendous ability to basically win the ball, the energy, the pace, the speed, the dribbling, the penetration skills, the, the playmaker ability, even on the counterattack, I mean... Angelo Conte has got it all. He is predominantly amazing playing both defense and the and the offensive attack. When he just you know launches a counterattack, you know, intercepts passes, takes control, gaining possession, even sometimes you know making a, a tackle, and then he immediately sets up, you know, he immediately starts, you know, setting up scoring chances. Angelo Conte just has that unique, tremendous ability to be the playmaker. So, so that's you know that that that's the way to do it. But you know, and you know, of course, now in a second, I go through Paul Pogba. You know, you know a lot of people have really con- compared you know Angelo Conte to uh, Claude Makélélé. You know, who was also who also represented the French national team and also played. Uh, for Chelsea, I mean, some people probably say a lot of Chelsea supporters will probably say that Angelo Conte is a modern day 
Claude Makaleli. I mean, if these Chelsea supporters think that, then okay, I respect it. Because again, you know, a comparison's an opinion. So, you know, but going back through all those qualities that Angola Conte has, you know, intelligence is one thing that we have to always consider. He plays in an intelligent way. He knows what the heck he's doing. Like, when he, whether he jumps into a defensive form or offensive form, Angelo Conte is going to kick into high gear, and you're going to see something that you have never seen before, and that's something that you want to see again, but you don't know if you ever will. Angelo Conte can do something new in, in such unique ways. I mean, he can do it a new way almost each time. Angelo Conte is just absolutely unbelievable. Now, Paul Pogba, you know, we make these comparisons right right here, you know, with their style of play, you know. See, Paul Pogba, also a, a central midf- a midfielder, just like N'Golo Conte. But with Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba has the ability to play several positions because he can be deplo- deployed, you know, he, he's basically good at the attack and the, and the defense, just like N'Golo Conte, you know. And, and, of course, Paul Pogba has the ability of being, the, of being a playmaker as well. So, you know, so sometimes you really think, you know, these players are kind of like, kind of seem like they're they're the same, but at the same time, you know, the way they play, you can see some some differences, but they're both unique. You know, with Paul Pogba, you, you think of, you know, some powerful, you know, dribbling skills, creati- creativity, you know, helping create some, helping create scoring chances, dribbling the ball, penetrating through opposing defenses, you know, holding on, you know, trying to make something happen. You know, and we talk about how Angelo Conte is, has been compared to Claude Makélélé, while Paul Pogba has been compared to former Arsenal player Patrick Vieira. So, so when these players have these unique capabilities and qualities, of course, you know, fans and you know, even former players are going to praise them and really make those comparisons. But you know, you know, I'll never forget. Like one time, you know. Gianluigi Buffon, the legendary Italian goalkeeper, compared Paul Pogba to Michel Platini as well as Zinedine Zidane. And Gigi Buffon even praised Paul Pogba for his leadership, his work rate, his professional behavior, his ability to play the game in a tremendous way. You know, everybody's gonna is gonna argue that, but you know, we all know how Paul Paul, Paul Pogba. He has truly effective skills when it comes to free kicks. You know, uh, that goal against Switzerland, you know, Euro, Euro, uh, Euro 2020 before the French team collapsed. You know, we all remember that goal. That goal that he scored in the, in the World Cup final against uh, Croatia. That was truly excellent. If you remember how that goal went, you just know that the first time Pogba kicked the ball, it bounced off a Croatian player. But, the, but then that Croatian player, you know, got this look the other way. And Paul Pogba just t- took the opportunity to... Kicked the ball again. That time it worked. I mean, man, man, oh man, oh man. So you see, so based on these qualities, Conte and Pogba, you know, they excel, you know, in similar ways. Again, you know, the the the, the dribbling, the you know, the, the create, you know, creating scoring chances, penetration, passing, fitness, speed, agility, you know, things like that. You know. They're both midfielders. I mean, they're both central midfielders. I mean, I think there's a reason why when they're when they're on international duty, there's a reason why 
D.D. Deschamps has them playing alongside each other because he knows that it's something tremendous. He knows that something is going to work, especially that now that both those both players are in the prime of their careers. So, you know, that that's the way you see it. That's the way you see it. Like, you, you, you see something special when Conte and Pogba are both playing. So, but, you know, so now going through, like, these similarities, you know, Paul Pogba has always kind of been seen as a player with a bit more versatility. Probably be, probably because uh, Pogba can play several positions. I don't doubt the fact that Conte can play other positions if he's needed to. But in Conte's case, it would probably be a mistake to assign him to something different than he's usually playing. Because with his primary position, Angelo Conte excels. He, he he just ex- excels all the time. I mean, again, he's not gonna he's not gonna be perfect in every game. He's gonna have some bad games. He's gonna make mistakes. That only proves that Angelo Conte, as amazing as he is, as accomplished as he is, he's he's human. He's human. You know, Zinedine Zidane wasn't perfect. I mean, Ronaldo's not perfect. Messi's not perfect. David Beckham wasn't perfect. Zlatan Ibrahimovic isn't perfect. Nobody is. But. When you think of you know you think of Conte you, you, you kind of remember him no no more for, you know him more for his uh, for the energy that he has you know the fitness and you know his ability to win the ball back to intercept the passes and, and launch counterattacks and help create scoring chances I mean Paul Pogba can certainly do the same thing but Conte has excelled at that a bit more you know basically um, we all know how, how Paul how Conte. Is one of the best de- defensive midfielders of all time, and you know Paul Pogba. While he's good on good on the defense, you know we all know how Paul Pogba can you know be uh, an effective threat to opposing defenses when Paul Pogba is on the offensive attack. So, so when it comes to the to the offensive attack, both players are just are both simply amazing. But on the defensive player on the de- defensive side of the ball, Angelo Conte truly has the advantage over Paul Pogba. But at the same time, you know, they both do their best. But, you know, it just kind of proves that one player can, you know, how, how, how should I say? He, he can basically kind of losing. Okay, I had the word in my mind. And, uh, he can excel at that position more. But again, you think of Paul Pogba, an easy way to, you know, to tell the difference is this, is that Pogba can be deployed, you know, in several positions. Angolo Conte is basically, you know, is best is best kept at, you know, his primary primary position because, you know, he can just he can deliver both on offense and defense, you know, at his primary position. But at the same time, they, they're both they can both play both positions. But Angelo Conte's defensive skills shine a little bit more brighter. And not only that, you know, you think about you know a, a little bit about the something like that, you know, Paul Pogba, you know, has has an ability to score. I mean, Angelo Conte, he he he's not a player that can't score. He can. Conte can definitely score, and he has. But when you think of Conte, you know, when you think of midfielder, a midfielder is not really supposed to score all the time. I mean, part of a midfielder's job is to basically help create scoring chances. I mean, that that's what midfielders are kind of meant to, meant to do. So, you know, you know since, uh, you know, with Chelsea, you know, I never forget, like, in the 2018-19 season when Conte had a career-high five goals with Chelsea... You know, according to this, you know he's been with Chelsea since since 2016, and in over 240 appearances in Premier League play, you know he's got 13 goals. So, so basically, when you see the comparison, 
right here, you know, you notice that Pogba has the, you know, has the, you know, he excels more at scoring, you know, so, so I say basically that when Conte excels a little bit more on, de on defensive playing, Pogba excels more when it comes to putting the ball into the back of the net, you see? So they both have one thing that they're a, a little bit better than each other on, but overall, you know, they're, they're, they're both, you know, tremendous, you know, as a, as a dynamic duo. Again, I want to save my answer for the end. But, you know, um, kind of looking, you know, basically uh, try to get some of these stats up, you know. Kind of like looking at that, but, you know. <sighs> looking at these goals, you know, I'm looking at, you know, for all these goals that, you know, that Pogba has scored, you know, so far this season, you know, there hasn't been much, but... But we all seen in the career that Pogba could score, you know, more has scored more goals. But you know, there's not there's times where you know those goals that he scored, Angolo Conte helped create that chance. So basically, that shows you the teamwork, the the, the teamwork that Angolo Conte and Paul Pogba have. You know, it's that partnership, that's that that dynamic duo that I was talking about, and and you see just how brilliantly it works. So. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to take a quick break. When I come back, I will kind of give on a little journey of how these both these players got to where they are in the point of their career. Please don't go anywhere. Into the Net FC, we'll be right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. And ladies and gentlemen, I am back. This is Into the Net FC. I am the Bear of Texas. And we are basically paying, paying special tribute to two of the finest midfielders in the world today, Angolo Conte and Paul Pogba. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. You know, going through the, these statistical differences, you, you know that you see, you see something extremely special. So... But, you know, seeing how, like, overall, how Angelo Conte and Paul Pogba have so many similarities with their unique skills, but you, you kind of know that Paul Pogba excels more when it comes to putting the ball in the back of the net, while Angelo Conte excels a bit more at playing defense and kind of, like, intercepting and, you know, launching counterattacks, you know. 
that that's what's basically gonna you know that, that that's what basically get, uh, allowed me to come up with my answer because you know everybody asks me you know who's better Paul Pogba or N'Golo Kanté so yes yeah, so, so based on all the all the games I've seen them play you know all all the film and everything I mean my answer when you, when I think about it it's really a no freaking brainer so so now we're talking about their journeys t- to get to where they are man. Well, as we know, uh, Pogba started his senior career back in 2010. He was he was about you know 17, 18 years old. You know, in the 2010-2011 season, he was part of Manchester United already, but did not make any appearances whatsoever. You know, we all know like you know basically. You know, and I, and I should have mentioned this like you know in, in his second spell, you know, with, with Man U, you know, Pogba has scored 29 goals. In about 150 appearances, and uh, and you know, and Conte in a, in a, in a little over 170 appearances, he has scored 11 times. So there you go that you see that Paul Pogba has the ability to put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, I'm not denying that Angelo Conte can't. It's just that Angelo Conte, his duty is to help set up the goals, and Pogba's the same way. But Paul Pogba gets in a position when he's like you said, Pogba gets in a position because he can play multiple positions. He can score. He can he he can get in that position. And Conte is basically kept at his primary position, so there's my point. So, uh, starting with Paul Pogba, starting out at Manchester United in, t- in the 2010-2011 season, you know, that next season in 2011-2012, only had three appearances total for Manchester United in the Premier League, had one uh, in European competition, but had four total, and then he was sent to a uh, Serie A club, uh, Juventus, and, you know, and then immediately go to Juventus, you know, that, that next season, 2012-2013, Pogba just immediately just took off. You know, his first season with, Juvent- with Juventus had 27 appearances in Serie A. You know, with Juventus, he had 124 appearances in Serie A and 28 goals. I mean, it, it, it's just unbelievable. You know, going, you know his success with, with Serie A... You know, and he, and he joined Juventus on, on a free transfer too. I mean, I, and, and I, that's something I always forget. I mean, he helped Juventus win four consecutive Serie A titles. You know, won two Coppa Italia titles, two Supercoppa Italianas. Also, uh, was was on the was also helped Juventus reach the Champions League for the first time in I believe it was like twelve years. Although they lost to Barcelona in the final, but still, you know, Pogba started in in the, in the Champions League final, so. That's something you just can't take away from him. He was the 2015 UEFA Team Player. He was part of the 2015 UEFA Team of the Year. You know, I'll never forget in the 2014 World Cup, he was voted the best young player. I believe at the time he was 21 years old. He was, you know, Pogba's Pogba is my age. I mean, I'm a bit, I'm older than him for than, uh, by about two months, but you know, you know, he, when he was 21 years old, you know, in the 2014 World Cup, you know, him winning the best young player award. I mean, that really. That really made me proud, and you know, winning the Golden Boy Award in 2013 when he was 20 years old. I mean, unbelievable. You know, uh, basically, you know, I was glad to see him go at Juventus because you know he was not getting any top playing time at Old Trafford in his, in his first run. So, him, you know, and he had to be persuaded, I think, to go to Juventus, and him doing that, you know, it really worked out well for him, and I'm glad he did it. You know, and then of course, you know the brilliant the brilliance at Juventus led to him, you know, returning to Manchester United, and for a, for a price that was 100, 105 euros, you know, the, at the time that was the world 
record transfer fee, and that was actually that fee was was the highest paid by an Eng- by an English club at the time. I mean, I, I know that it's changed. So, and when he first arrived back at, uh, excuse me, back at the uh, at Manchester United, you know, he won the the EFL Cup and won the Euro- the Europa League title. So, but overall, Paul Pogba's second run with Manchester United has not gone so well. I mean, in in the past three years or so, there you know. There's been back and forth talks about him possibly leaving. Then all of a sudden he, w- he wants to leave. Then he decides to stay. He's gonna leave. He's gonna stay. I mean, I've I've given up hope as far as that goes. But I'm am just like basically at that point as far as Paul Pogba's future with Manchester United goes. Whatever happens, all I say, all I can say is I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, at the end of the day, that's all I can say. So. So going you know so going through uh, the list of accomplishments. You know, it's it's brilliant. You know, won the Pogba. You know, international duty with the senior squad won the World Cup, won the Nations League title last year. You know, everybody's saying the Nations League title is worthless, but I do think it does mean something because it's a title that's on the line, so it does mean something. You know, won the UEFA European Under Seventeen Championship in two thousand ten. Won the UEFA European Championship Under Nineteen in twenty twelve. Again, the Golden Boy Award in two thousand thirteen. A three-time Serie A team team of the year award, and then he was the best young player award in the 2014 World Cup. You know, it's incredible. You know, and with Manchester United, you know, won the EFL Cup in 2017 in that season, 2016-17. You know, won the EFL Cup and also won the Europa League title. Although unfortunately, Manchester United hasn't won a title since then, and Paul Pogba has. Struggle to you know you know make the to make a huge impact you know lately he has struggled with numerous injuries in the last three years you know Paul Pogba has struggled with injuries and you know maintaining his composure you know like that and I, that's why I'm really hoping that if Paul Pogba does get out, does does lead depart Manchester United I hope he can actually go to a team where he can actually fit in and and make a strong impact so you know if it's Juventus Juventus or Paris Saint Germain because it's it's been teased. Several times that Paris Saint Germain wants uh, Paul Pogba. So, in Pogba's case, going to PSG. I mean, it's a it's a homecoming. He's going back to his you know to Paris, and you know I know he grew up in the Paris area, so it would be nice for him. So, so yeah. So again, you know the honors with Juventus. You know, two Super Super Copa Italianas, two Copa Italias. You know, four consecutive Serie A titles. You know, it's tremendous. So, so that's Paul Pogba. You know, looking at this other one, you know that that I've uh, missed. You know, you know, Pogba basically has won eight titles with Juventus. I mean, you know, and of course, you know, and, won, and has won two of them with uh, with Manchester United, and has won two titles. You know, with with the French national team, and you know, and everything else. So, Paul Pogba's career is you know pretty illustrious. Can't deny it. So that's Paul Pogba. Now we get to N'Golo Kanté. Now there's really a journey. Literally started at the very bottom. Did not have quite the break that Paul Pogba had, but Angelo Conte was basically dealt a, a better. It was well, I wouldn't say better, but Angelo Conte was dealt a different set of cards. But now that you think about it, it doesn't matter how it started because you look at where Angelo Conte is now. You know that hard work pays off. Start off with a very low French club known as Boulogne. That at the time his first season they were in League Two, 
and then then they then they got relegated to, to the division three to the third tier. So after that, and then he moves to an, another club, you know, known as uh, Caen. I, hope, I mean, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but I think everyone knows what I'm saying. You know, his first season, 2013 and 2014, they were in League 2, and then got promoted to League 1. Had 75 appearances, you know, for the, for the second French club that he was part of. And the fact that they were they did, they did so well, you know, Leicester City took a chance on him, and, and we, all know how, we all know how great that worked out. You know, with Leicester City, you know, one, one single season at Leicester City, Leicester City, but boy, was it special. <coughs> Excuse me. So, so basically, he was immediately starting to be scouted, you know, by the Premier League team. I mean, basically, it was um, Leicester City that was scouting him because they, they needed a midfielder. And I think had recently... The likes of Jamie Vardy and Riyad Mahrez. That's right, you know, Riyad Mahrez, before he got to Manchester City, you know, before that, he was with Leicester City. Although he was at Leicester City longer than than Angolo Conte, but, you know, seeing that, you know, that Angolo Conte was part of a unique, a unique, you know, squad with Vardy and Riyad Mahrez, I mean, I was like, dude, this is cool. But, you know, I'll be honest, you know, it wasn't until he went to Leicester City that I had heard of Angolo Conte because with his previous club, you know, not knowing anything about him, I didn't know anything, I didn't even know who he was. So, so he basically, he he arrives, basic, he arrived in August 2015 at Leicester City, and I believe it was on a, it was on a four-year contract where the fee was undisclosed, but it was reported to be... About eight million euros, I think it was. I mean, I, I did I did the research, but I and I have it right here. But it's you know, I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, sometimes these sources you, you just don't know if they're telling the truth or not. So sometimes you just gotta hope for the best. But you know, but but that particular season, you know, so magical because let's not forget Leicester City won the Premier League that season. You know, and Conte was a huge. Huge part of Leicester City winning the EPL title that year. So of course, you know him. You know, getting that recognition, you know he he gets the attention of Didier Deschamps and, and get and gets called up to the French national team for the for the Euro sixteen. And you know, you know he helps Leicester City win the Premier League title. You know, we all remember that season. You know the tackles, the interceptions. I mean that that defense he was playing. I mean there you go, the, his ability to excel on defense. That's where we saw that. Angolo Conte dominates on defense as well as offense, but you know excels a little bit bit more on the defensive side of the ball. Had well over 170 tackles that that season, and that was and that was more than any other, any other player. And had over 150 interceptions. I mean, he topped the defensive stats of that season in the Premier League, without a shadow of a doubt. In the 2015-16 Premier League season, Angolo Conte was the best defensive player. And of course, you know. Even though he, he he was on a on a four year deal, him dominating on defense and topping the defensive numbers like that, well, no shit, a huge club is gonna look into it. Of course, a, a club is really gonna want to take a take advantage of an opportunity to sign him. Excuse me, I need to need to, had to take another sip of water. So of course, you know, one of the heavyweights is is gonna look into it. If I remember correctly, I mean Chelsea was obviously the team, you know, one of the teams. 
I think Arsenal was one of them too, but for some reason, I don't know why they they backed out of it. From if you want, if if y'all want my honest opinion to as to why Arsenal passed on Angelo Conte, it's because they felt that they, they wanted um, the other guy, Granit uh, Saka, you know, the, the Swiss the Swiss player. So because they, they, they they signed him instead of Angelo Conte, so. And I th- and I think basically um, Arsenal decided not to do it because of something because of the uh, amount that Angelo Conte's agent demanded or something like that. I mean I, I I'm not sure I'm not sure. I, I just the bottom line is Arsenal had the ch- had a chance to possibly get Angelo Conte. They just decided not to do it. So ch- so Chelsea took advantage of it. So you have to applaud Chelsea for it and and to say that things have gone so well with Angelo Conte and Chelsea well there's a major understatement for you right there because you know just to make it you know long story short you know Angelo Conte has really you know has won just about everything with Chelsea he's won the FA Cup he's won the UEFA Super Cup the Europa League and the Champions League I mean it, it, it's it, it's unbelievable. It, it all speaks for itself. It all speaks for itself. You know, winning. He's basically won just about everything there is to win with, with Chelsea. I mean, so when you work hard, you get your big break. I mean, it, it's amazing. So you know, according to the, again, you know, winning the the uh, the FA Cup. You know, he won the won it in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. Won the FA Cup. Uh, was also I believe was the was the runner up uh, that previous year and won it again in, in the twenty in in the, in the um, well it was a runner up again you know in twenty nineteen twenty twenty when they lost to Arsenal and then in twenty twenty one you know they lost to Leicester City so he's a three time FA Cup runner up I mean I guess it would have been better if you won it but the bottom line is you know he was a runner up and, and that's respectable enough in my honest opinion so. So now moving, you know, down, you know, again, you know, everything is only you know, won the Europa League, won the Champions League, has won the Premier League back in 2016 and 20 in the 2016-17 season, a two-time you know EFL Cup, you know, runner-up as well. Won just recently won the FIFA Club World Cup, also won the UEFA Super Cup. It's unbelievable, and of course with France, you know, won the 2018 World Cup and. But now looking at these individual awards, you know, Premier League Player of the Season in 20, of the 2016-17 season, Chelsea's players, Chelsea players Player of the Year that same season was the Chelsea Player of the Year in 2018, French Player of the Year in 2017, UEFA Team of the Year in 2018. Unbelievable, just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, the list of accomplishments for Conte is just—it speaks for itself. The same with Paul Pogba. But, you know, while, while Angelo Conte has, you know, won more hardware than Paul Pogba, you know, <clears throat> that, that that's clearly speaks, speaks for itself. But sometimes I feel like it's more than just the, it's just, it's more than just, there's just the silverware that, that's in your case as well. But, you know, it's also the impact you've made in the game. So, so that really brings me to my decision. So, who is better? Angulo Conte or Paul Pogba? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you better brace yourself because my answer is going to shock the hell out of you. Because my answer is simply this. 
They are not better than each other. Paul Pogba is not better than Angolo Conte. Angolo Conte is not better than Paul Pogba. Because it's the answer that I have said numerous times. They are both unique and dominant and successful in their own unique way. They are both players that we had never seen before and players that we will never see again. In my case, I don't think of the fact that one being better than the other. I think a lot of the fact that they worked hard to get to where they are, especially N'Golo Conte, but also Paul Pogba deserves credit. Now, some people might be upset that, you know, I'm not picking one that's better, but, you know, when you think about it, when you admire both players, it's really hard to, to settle to see which one's better, but in my case, it's not, it's not exactly like that. It's because they both have my respect, they're both well-respected, they deserve to be respected, they've both done their country very proud, and they've both had a hell of a career, and you know what? They're not done yet. So, my answer stays. They are both unique in their own way because that's how players are in soccer. That's just how I feel, ladies and gentlemen. I know that some of you might be disappointed, but you know, at the same time, I admire Paul Pogba and Angelo Conte because they're both outstanding. They're both world champions. They've both won titles for their clubs. They deserve respect. That's my answer. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see y'all next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.